rent sucks. It makes your landlord richer and doesn't grow your personal wealth at all. Rents go up all the time, and in the last decade, it's rents are going up way more than inflation, income increases, and the cost of living. If you haven't looked into it, you can buy a home with a down payment as low as 3.5%, zero down if you're in the military, and you can pay a monthly mortgage for the same price, sometimes even cheaper than your rent payment. And a mortgage payment is fixed for 30 years, never goes up. There you go. That's it. That's the math. That should be the entire podcast. But don't worry, it's not. What is up, everyone? I'm David Sedoni, the How to Buy a Home Guy. I started this show in 2019 because after 13 years in real estate back then, I decided to give you a voice. Somebody speak to you directly, the first time home buyer, because the truth of the matter is you're getting screwed. The real estate industry is not talking to you, is not explaining things like rent versus buy to you. And there's a big gap in when they decide that they want to talk to you. You get out of high school or you get out of college and then you just start renting. And they just let you go ahead and do that all on your own. Rent, rent, rent. Throw away your money. They figure out one day you'll figure it out. You'll decide adulting is what you're going to do and you're going to stumble into their open house. That's when they decide to pay attention to you. Now, forget about the fact that you just lost a ton of money renting. Maybe you needed a year or two to rent, but maybe if someone had told you right away, you could have saved those last few years of renting. They don't talk to you. They don't care because you're not a paycheck at that time. The real estate industry doesn't want to talk to you and help you get a, a, a one-year plan or a two-year plan or a three-year plan. That takes too much time. The real estate industry is going to wait until you can be a quick buck for them. Walk in, ready to buy, bam, that's what they're looking for. I've been doing this a long time and I have found out that the biggest thing with first-time buyers is just fear. They're afraid. Now you can hear the truth. You can get the insider information. It's time to empower you, your friends and your family, anyone who needs to hear this. You can do this. So why is there so much fear? You're thinking, can I even do this? I don't think I could pull this off, man. Well, there are a few reasons that you can do it. Number one, you hunted down this show, so that means you're thinking about it. You want the right information and you need that stuff. And you know why? Because that stuff isn't the stuff that they teach you in school. They don't talk to you about how to buy a home. It should absolutely a million percent be a class. If they don't teach it in high school, then it should definitely be a class in college. But you didn't get that class, so maybe now you're a little intimidated or afraid. That's normal. We're afraid of the things that we aren't familiar with. And you're not familiar with it because it's not out there because it doesn't pay the bills for the realtors. So what I'm gonna do is help you figure this out. It might take a year or two or three for you to get ready, but figuring it out, that's the mission. You can do this. I know right now you might feel afraid. I know you're thinking, David, this is not anywhere near where my brain is. I just need you to give me like a quick one, two, three. I got you. But that's because you've been trained. You've been trained not to know. Trained to feel like you're the most undervalued, underappreciated, under-talked to person out there. So I'm speaking directly at you. Can you do this? You can. Let me give you some rent versus buy numbers. 
Okay, let's start with the basics. Can I buy a house? Well, I originally recorded this in 2019, but the numbers have changed a little bit and they've gotten even better, if you can believe that. So I re-recorded it and I'm going to put some new numbers in here. The original numbers were at uh, 4%. And right now, interest rates are, uh, that's the interest rate on your loan. Right now, that interest rate's about 3%. So these numbers are at 4%. So if the rates go up in the next six months and it takes you six months to save, you're still probably going to be lower than this. So if you're in a place where you can buy a home for $110,000, first of all, God bless you, because it sure as hell is not that out here uh, in Southern California where I am. But if you're in a place that you can buy a home for $110,000, if you're making $30,000 a year uh, at 4%, you can afford your mortgage payment. If you're in a place that's $207,000 a year, with $45,000 a year, you can afford a mortgage payment. Let's say you're one of the more expensive parts of the country, $305,000 for just a condo to get started, right? 60 grand, you can afford a mortgage payment. Oh my God, I sound like Jeff Fox Foxworthy. That, uh, you my bear redneck. dollars $60,000, $401,000 place, $72,000 in income. Maybe it's you and your partner that have a combined income of $72,000. You got yourself a $400,000 home or condo or townhome. Half a million bucks, $85,000. Now, look, those numbers are not exact. You still have to work all your debt to income ratio, which is how much debt you have versus how much money you bring in. And we got to figure all that out. But these are the basics. And hey, maybe you're like, that's cool, dude. Those are the basics, but I'm not even close to that. That's fine. Hang tight. There are a bunch of episodes on how to save, budget, raise your credit, and reduce your debt. And if you're out there and you hear those numbers and you're at those numbers or well beyond those numbers and it equals a home that you think you could live in, then you're throwing away rent just because you didn't know that you couldn't qualify or you thought you couldn't qualify and you didn't know that you do qualify. Double, triple negatives. Or maybe you're hanging out because you thought you needed a 20% down payment. I have had plenty of buyers that have had that problem and then they come to me and a couple months later, they're in a house. You don't need 20% down, that is a grandma rule. Old school, you're ready. Since 2006, the number one thing that my clients have been telling me by far is they wish they had bought sooner. When we get to the end of the process, they realize years wasted, money lost, and financial security, they could have been building all that time, but they waited too long to call me. Two or three years before they bought a home, they were pretty much in the same place. They were renting and, you know, it, once people do that for a couple of years is when they finally go, hey, maybe now I'm all good. And they didn't even stop to see if they were qualified two or three years ago. Not to mention the fact that in a market that's going up, which it has been for the past few years, and which it might for 2022, 23, or 24, then you're going to miss out on the appreciation of the home while you're paying that high expensive rent. Okay, so... Let's think about this. Wherever you are right now, let's say you're paying $1,000 in rent and you live in an area where $100,000 is an entry-level home. If you're making $30,000 a year, you're paying $1,000 in rent, but you don't ask questions about this. You just kind of put your head down and you wait two years. At $12,000 a year, that's $24,000.
that you have wasted when possibly you could be buying a home right now. This is the way that you should be thinking about it. Sidoni, can I do this right now? Let's find out. You never know till you figure it out and run the numbers. Think about it this way. Down payments are low. 20% down payment, thing of the past. Dinosaur stuff. We're not talking about that. You can get in for as little as 3% down, 3.5% down for what's called an FHA loan. If you are a veteran, active, or former military, zero down. Think of it this way. If you're looking at 3% of the purchase price of your home, okay, so, so 3%, that's going to be your down payment. Just think of that as when you're renting, you're first and last. I mean, you're going to have to put down a first and last when you sign your next lease. We're going to be looking at 3000 4000 5000 you know, six, 7000 bucks in some of the more expensive parts of the country. If that's your first and last, when you're going to renew a lease or get a new lease, maybe put that towards your down payment that is only maybe 3%. So what you're going to find out is that your mortgage payment with today's low interest rates, and I said that in 2019 when I first recorded this, and it's still true now, October 2021. With today's low rates, you're going to find out that uh, that monthly rent payment is pretty close to the mortgage payment that you're going to have every single month. Now, one of the big reasons that I did this re-recording was because I saw an article on apartmentguide.com about rising rents. What's the difference between renting and buying? What's the difference renting versus buying? Mortgages are fixed. They don't go up. Rents do. I've got charts and graphs and all kinds of things to show you, but I'm in your ear holes, not doing something for your eyeballs right now. So you can't look at my charts. But I did see this incredible story in apartmentguide.com that had a list. And I can read you that list. Think about it. You can lock in your rent right now, or you can keep paying the rising rents. You know, Do you think that someday in your future, you might make a little more money? And your rent payment will feel easier because you'll have some extra money. Cool. Well, if your rent's rising, too bad. It feels the same. But you can lock it in for 30 years. And if you don't, here's the changes in rent in just the last year from 2020 to 2021. Now, some of these are pretty gross because of the pandemic. But in the years past, they're still pretty gross, too. This is for a two-bedroom apartment. This is a one-year increase in rent. In Washington, D.C., it went up 6.2%. Oh, before I even get started, too late, I already did. Your average home is going to be appreciating at like 3 or 4%, but it's not the same as a rent increase because that's an appreciation on hundreds of thousands of dollars. This is just your monthly payment. This is how much your monthly payment goes up. So this means next year, you got to go in and ask your boss for a raise of 6.2% if you live in Washington, D.C., or you can't afford your apartment, or you just can't put as much in savings. And that's the first one. San Francisco's 8.4%. Fort Wayne, Indiana, 11.6% rise in rents. Madison, Wisconsin, 129 Houston, Texas, 138 Omaha, Nebraska, 14.3. New Orleans, 16.9. 
Arlington, Texas, 16.7. Jacksonville, Florida, 30.5. Tucson, Arizona, 33.4%. And it's 128 degrees in the summer. Man. The place I was born, Buffalo, New York, went up 34.3%. New York City, 35.5%. Denver, Colorado, 39.9%. Are you kidding me? Guys, this is ridiculous. Raleigh, North Carolina, 42.7%. Irvine, California, where I'm sitting right now, 43.3%. Henderson, Nevada, 46.4%. Santa Ana, California, 50.7%. Reno, Nevada, 63%. And I swear to God, I'm not making these up. Detroit, Michigan, 72.7%. And Long Beach, California, 80.6% increase in rent for a two-bedroom apartment in just the last year. How many more years can you keep taking that increase? Well, what I've been doing with the podcast is I've been talking to folks all over the country, people who are trying to buy their first home or thinking about buying a first home and mostly just trying to get their numbers together because the number one thing that freaks them out is that they didn't realize A, that they could afford how to do this And then B, a lot of them didn't know that if they went out there and they got the good advice from somebody, it doesn't cost you anything. Your realtor is free. You can choose the best one in in your neighborhood and they're free as long as they want to work with you. It costs you nothing. So if one of your fears is you think you can't afford the good service of a top-notch realtor, no stress, it's paid for by the seller. If you're afraid of adulting, afraid you can't figure out how much this is going to cost you a month, Let's go back to the early, early formula. Think of your down payment like a first and last on an apartment lease. Think of your mortgage payment as your rent check. Ooh, I did it again. I said check like anyone's writing a check. Remember, you want to talk to an experienced person and experienced means old and I'm old because I said write a check. So your down payment is your first and last. Your mortgage payment is your rent payment. That's it. Not much more you need to know. You can do this. It's right in your grasp. Now, locally, uh, you know, I've got a Facebook page, howtobuyahome.com. Or no, that's my website. Uh, The How to Buy a Home Facebook group is what I've got. And it just happened to be that one of the dudes on there started trolling me, was this 26-year-old, and started talking a little trash. Happened to be right in my area. And he was like, dude, what if a pipe breaks? My landlord pays for it. There's no way I'm going to buy a house. That makes no sense. I'm not going to pay for that. And he was also like, high interest, 4% on $300,000 or $400,000 property. Do you know how much it's going to cost me over 30 years? I was like, tight back, cool. Hey, I get it, Carl. That makes sense. Let me take you to dinner. So Carl and I went out to dinner. And by the time we finished dinner, I talked to him about all the things that I'm going to be talking about and a whole bunch more of these episodes, the tax benefits, the low down payment, the fact that your mortgage is pretty similar to your rent check. Ooh, I already talked about that. I just said that. When I finished with all that with Carl, he said, all right, you convinced me. Now we've gone back and forth with him because life happens. First, he was going to buy a place here. Then he was going to buy a place in Vegas. But every decision he makes now, he has the information to know I can do this. And once he figures out where he's going to go, he'll be able to rock and roll. 
Maybe he's just like you. He at the time, he was 26 years old, graduated from college, spent a little time living in different places and was about to rent a place. So he didn't quite have the money for the down payment. So we said, okay, let's do a plan. It's the last lease ever plan. Now, that means that eventually he's going to figure out how to do this and he's not going to be wasting money for two or three years sitting in that lost gap of time when no realtor wants to talk to you, but somebody should be telling you. So here I am telling you in the ethers of the internet, putting it on the podcast. If you're one of those people that's out there and you're like, you were talking about, you know, dollars $60,000. Dude, I'm not even close to that. I just started my first job. I get it. So, you know, I've had conversations with other potential home buyers here in Southern California. Someone else who found me from the Facebook page. Uh, I talked to Casey when she was 23 years old. She uh, had graduated from UMass and she came back to Southern California. Now, she's totally awesome. She's got a regular, at the time, she had a regular nine to five job and Uh, On the weekends, she worked also. On the weekends, she worked at Disneyland for fun. And then she had a nine-to-five job and uh, something that she wasn't sure if she was going to do forever. But it was something that she liked that she went to school for. So the weekend stuff she had, that was a side hustle. So she wasn't even close to buying. She could only afford about 800 bucks a month. And around here, it's got to be like 2,000 to get something because it's Southern California. And it's ridiculous. So she said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go home right now. I'm going to take my side hustle money and I'm going to take 40% of that. I'm going to stick it in a savings account. It's all about, you can't make a plan with an end game unless you know what the end game is. And then you work backwards and create your own formula. If you want to do it, you can do this. It's just the first and last, like you're renting your next apartment. And if you're not there, then we've got all kinds of saving tips and credit tips And all of those things that are going to be be able to help you down the line with saving to get to be able to get your down payment. Now, I know I said the S word, saving. I know you're super cool. You like to hit the clubs all weekend. You got to hang out. You got to pimp out your ride. How many more things can I say making myself actually sound older when I'm trying to sound hip? The deal is eventually you got to do adulting. It happens. You need a plan. But if you're just saving to save, then that money is a lot easier to pull out if you don't know exactly where it's going. So here's our mission. Here's what we're trying to do. Who's we? It's just me in the podcast room right now. So here's what I'm trying to do. I would like to help everyone out there find security for you and your family. I'd like to help you overcome your fear and get past it so you can confidently purchase a home to gain even more security and make yourself more comfortable. Stop paying your landlord because he doesn't deserve your money. If you're out there and you haven't thought about this and this is the first time you've read or clicked on something, well, you did because this says how to buy a home. So you want to know. I got an analogy for you. Imagine uh, around here, it's a big deal to go to Target. People older, my age, all the soccer moms and stuff, it's, it's a big deal to go to Target. So imagine you're walking around Target with 100 bucks in your pocket. But this is a weird Target. There are no price tags. And that super expensive thing over there that you saw that you think is really cool, you just assume you can't afford it. You got 100 bucks in your pocket and you're like, there's no way. Because there's no price tag, so I'll just keep going. 
Well, what if that thing was $89.95 and you can't afford it? The only thing that's holding you back is your fear because of what's been psychologically implanted in you because there's no information that's going to you. You've got the world at your fingertips on your phone, but no one's telling you directly, so you're afraid. You think you can't afford it. The crazy thing is, if there were a price tag on that thing, you would snatch it and be running to the counter because you know you have 100 bucks. And you know that math. I've got 100 bucks. This is only $89.95, and it's going to massively improve my life. Well, now, here's the, the really funky thing about this. Not only can you afford that, but that purchase is going to save you your rent money every month. Because that thing that you're buying for $89.95 that you can buy because you have 100 bucks, you already have another one of those in your house at home, and you pay for it every month. So imagine that thing's some like super awesome smoothie blender. And right now, you've got one in your house, sorry, your apartment, that you rent for $1,000 a month. Well, now you can save $1,200 a year or $24,000 over two years or double those numbers if we're doing $2,000 a month. And all you had to know was what is that price tag? And once you see that, you can now shop with your $100 bill and stop renting for a thousand bucks a month, the one you've got at home. And continuing this goofy analogy, imagine that super smoothie blender also has a secret. Imagine it grows an average of three to 4% annually in appreciation to provide financial security and emotional stability and more wealth for you and your family. Yes, the beautiful word appreciation. Hey, Sidoni, I don't know what that means. It means that's how much your house goes up. That's all you need to know. So if none of this makes sense to you, then my advice is shut up and save your money. I don't know why I told you to shut up. You're not talking. I am. Look, you can get there. Just start saving your money. Then listen to this over and over and over again. You're only on episode two. There's so much more to learn. The bottom line is you deserve this. The math is in your favor and you can do this sooner than you think. So first, understand the math. And if you want a local pro in your area that can help explain some of the math to you, someone who cares, a realtor who's going to give you a plan and a roadmap, we have Unicorn Nation in full effect. Unicorns, I know I've mentioned that before, they're the fun realtors out there. It's about 20 to 25% of them. That's why I call them the unicorns. They're magical, mystical, tough to find, but they're out there. They're the experienced pros who are gonna guide you in the planning and give you their expertise and help you early because they care about you, just like I do. It's a tough one to find because you're the perfect realtor for you to help you out is someone who's gonna be able to get you a team, get you a unicorn mortgage broker. They're also gonna be you know, the, the one you're looking for. A lot of people will gravitate towards someone that is fun and energetic and that's great, but maybe they've only sold one house in their life. So you've got to find that balance. The perfect unicorn realtor actually probably seems like they're bipolar schizophrenic or something. And I don't mean to offend anybody. I just mean that they're someone that has to have multiple different facets of a personality. And I consider myself one of them. So don't be offended. You're looking for someone that's personable, that listens to you, that cares, is empathetic, and wants to help you. Someone that you can connect with and have a conversation with, and someone who's thinking about your long-term life goals, not just their 30-day paycheck. 
But at the same time, you want them to be all touchy-feely, but you also want them to be practical, smart, logical. And one of the big things that I do is a creative financial consultant to talk to you about your savings and your down payment and be able to talk to you about diversifying your portfolio, your retirement funds, your saving funds, and where your your money's actually going. Where does it make more sense? Does it make sense to put it into a house or to continue doing the, the large saving that you're doing? That depends on a whole lot of numbers and a whole lot of math. You got to find someone with another split in their personality. They have to be crazy analytical to help you figure out how to dump your rent. And another side of them needs to be a pit bull negotiator, but not a total jerk. Because if they're a total jerk, they probably burned every bridge in town. It needs to be someone who can negotiate tough for you, but still has a great reputation and a solid track record. Because if you put an offer in on a house and the other agent looks at it and goes, oh, I hate that guy. That's not going to help you. That's why I call them a unicorn. They're elusive and magical. Hit me up if you need one. How? Well, that's pretty easy. You go to a lot of people find me on Instagram, David Sedoni, at David Sedoni on the gram. You can also go to the Facebook page, How to Buy a Home, or you can go to howtobuyahome.com. That's the easiest way to ask any of your questions. I'm getting a lot of people every day asking questions. I'll help answer them for you. Uh, every once in a while, I'm on Twitter. I do have a YouTube page with a whole bunch more videos if you want to find a topic about something that you haven't found yet on the podcast. And if you want to laugh, go to TikTok. You'll see this old man try to dance and do goofy things. Um, so that's the way to find me. Reach out whenever you can. But if you're not ready to reach out yet, awesome. There's like 50 more episodes you can listen to for free. And if you're liking it, please, please, please rate and review it. Uh, it really helps me to get this message out to everyone else. Share it with someone you know. I'm sure you know somebody out there who thinks their rent sucks. And if they've got an extra 15 minutes, you know, or in this case, what are we, about 30 minutes now? They can listen to this. Maybe while they're working out. I'm sure you have a friend that's getting ready for a wedding and is working out like crazy. Or maybe they just had a baby and they're trying to work that off. Uh, and I don't mean the ladies. I mean the gentlemen. Trust me, been there. We've got so much information. Again, who is we? I am the only one sitting here. I've got a ton of information on the website, howtobuyhome.com or davidsedoni.com. Lots more episodes for you, and you can get deep into the nitty gritty. You have the opportunity to get all the information because I'm giving it out there for free because it sucks that it's not out there for you. So if you're thinking, how can I do this? It's all there. And I will say it once and I'll say it a million times. You can do this.